Good morning. Again, a blessing to be here with you all this morning. Some time ago, I had a children's class, and the next week, there was a mother that came up to me and said, "Um, you know, my son tried to do the same thing you did up there, and I I had used some electric wires with live electricity and some some water and and a light bulb and some stuff like that and this little boy was trying this out in the next week I forgot to tell him don't try this at home And I have a I have a story this morning that I'm just going to say beforehand. Don't try this at home, okay? Don't don't you all do it, okay? <laughs> it's for illustration purposes only. And there was a brother who told me that they did it, unfortunately, but they had they had noticed that most evenings. Soon after dark, there was a car that would come speeding down through this road. And it would come down to this corner, and then the road turned. And right in front of that corner, there was a, there was a big field. And they noticed that, yeah, this car just pretty much on a very regular schedule would come down through there and it'd always be going quite fast. Come around that corner and keep on going. So being the boys they were, they wondered what would happen if they would go out there with a spotlight. And so one night... They were down on the the other end of the field with a spotlight. They saw this car come down through there. And right as it was coming down to the corner, they turned the spotlight right on the car. The car came out into the field, came down through and sort of did a circle. And then... Another spotlight came out. It was a police car. And he was off duty, and they had noticed that. Every day, you know, when when he came off of duty, here he came, and he'd always be traveling very fast. Well, he said that by the time the, the, the he came around and that spotlight came around, well, there were no more boys out there in that field. They were gone. Now, like I said, don't y'all try it. I'd like for us to turn to John, actually 1 John, 
in chapter 1. First John 1 verse 5, it says, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. This is the message. And... Another way we could translate this is, this is the announcement that we have heard from the beginning. This is what we declare unto you, that God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. Now, the title of the message this morning is, Traveling Against the Spotlight. And to me, it's fascinating what or how the Bible says God is or Jesus is. And there are certain times it's like, you know what? It's fascinating what what it says about this, uh, how it... um, how it uses an illustration or it uses something that we know and says God is like that. And here it tells us that God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. God is light. God doesn't just have light. He is light. And if we think of light as a bulb, you look at the bulb, the the whole thing just glows. There's light coming out from from the inside. There's no darkness there. It's, it's, It's all light. It just glows out. It says, God is light. In Him is no darkness at all. I think it's a good concept for us to get a hold of. In Him is no darkness at all. And we'll be looking at what that means for us. In Luke chapter 1, there was an announcement made about Jesus. Luke chapter 1, starting to read in verse 76. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. This is talking about John the Baptist. To give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us. 
this was the, the, these were the words. Yeah, yeah, this was in the conversation between Elizabeth and Mary, talking about the children that they were bearing at the moment. John was to be the one to go before. And then in 78 says, Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us. The day spring, the dawn, the dawn from on high, that heavenly light was coming down to the earth. That heavenly light. God is light. In Him is no darkness. And the Bible does tell us that when we get to heaven, there will be no need for the sun or the moon or anything like that. Why? Because God is there. And because His Son is there, there's going to be no need for light. Because God is light. He was that dawn. And then in Luke 2, starting to read in verse 25, it says, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem. This was when they had taken Jesus to the temple. There was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For in mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marvel at those things which are spoken of him. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which will be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thine own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. That light was coming to reveal the thoughts and the intents of the hearts of many. That light was coming. And it came. John chapter 1. Starting to read in verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This word here 
can also be translated as a verb, as an action word. This verb, this action word, was with God, and he was God. Talking about Jesus. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. That was a true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Fascinating that the world was made by him, and yet people didn't even understand it. And the light was here. The light that now sits at the Father's right hand. And there's no need for any other light there. And he walked among men and he was here. And yet, people didn't even understand that he was. And people turned away from him even. In John 12... This is uh, Jesus' testimony about himself. John 12, verse uh, 44. And, and on it says, I am come a light into the world, that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. That light came. But he was not recognized. That light came to light all men, and yet not all of them followed after. And then if we go to John 3, it gives us even a better explanation of why. Why people did not follow after the light. Here Jesus was talking to Nicodemus. It says, for God so loved the world, verse 16, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. And this is the condemnation. That light is coming to the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds 
or evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. The light came to the world. We have seen the light. The light is for all people. And God in His love and in His mercy for us sent that light to us. In His great love, He sent that light to us so that all of us can have that light in us. But not all follow after. And not even all who say they follow after do so. And how do we know? How do we know if we are following or we are not following? Everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. Neither cometh to through the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. This is the condemnation, that light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light. Because their deeds were evil. Men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. It hurt. It hurts. It can hurt to be exposed. But should that drive us away from the light? Darkness is the absence of light. Walking in the absence of God is also walking in the absence of light. It's walking in darkness. When people talk about how bad the world is and how things are so bad, why is it? It's not God's fault. It's not God's fault. It's the fault of the people who do not want to walk in light. We all have that choice. We can all walk in the light if we want to. But we can also choose darkness if that is what we want. But then we shouldn't fault God for the darkness. Because God is not at fault if we walk in darkness. And God is not at fault for the darkness. 
He created the light. And he said, all of you, walk in it. You can walk in it. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. All of us, all of us have that privilege of walking in the light if we want to. Going back to First John, starting again in verse 5, This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship in him, and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, We have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and His word is not in us. And as I was reading these verses and meditating on them, I had to think of something that we used to do when we used to go to church on Wednesday evenings. Village where I was born in Nicaragua, or sorry, in Honduras. To this day doesn't even have electric. And when we used to go to church, we had, uh, we had those Coleman lanterns. And there was someone up the village that had one, and we had one as well, going the other way. And whenever the lantern left the church, there went that group of people with the lantern. Back in those days, we didn't have real good flashlights. Had a lot of these little Chinese tin ones. Have you ever... Have you ever did, did any of you, do you, any of you remember those? Those lion head ones? Really tinny little, uh, uh, flashlights that just didn't work. And you always had to sort of be banging it on them and, and then taking them apart and sort of stretching, uh, stretching the, uh, the spring. There you go. All I could think of was, was the word in Spanish. <laughs> and you'd have to, you'd have to make them to work and you'd get sort of, sort of good at it. But they drained batteries just really, really fast. I remember one time be, uh, having put a, f- a fresh set of batteries in. And I wasn't even able to walk all the way home and the batteries were dead. You know, now we have all kinds of little flashlights with LEDs on them that go for a long time, right? But we didn't have that back then. A lot of people used to actually, what they used to use is we were right in the... Right in that area, there's pine hills that surround us. And so there were, they, uh, take the, like the older trees, the ones that, the, the, the old pine trees that already, already all sappy. And they would split those open. And use these pitchy, uh, pine pieces of wood. And put it into the fire. And that's how you'd, you'd walk down You'd, you'd walk along and, and that, that was your flashlight. 
did a lot of that. And just recently I was thinking, you know what, we used to do that. But we don't need to anymore. We have LED lights now. We have good flashlights. But as we used to walk along, going home from church, here with the lantern. Obviously, most people chose to walk with the light. And the closer we were to that lantern, the better light we had, right? And we'd all walk together in a group. And as we walked together in a group, we had fellowship one with another. Around that light. We could choose to walk in the darkness if we wanted to. But that was our fault. That was our fault. Because we could walk along with the light. And if we didn't walk along with the light, what did we have? We had darkness. And we had to deal with that. And here it tells us that God is light. This is the message which we have heard of Him. And declare unto you that God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, what? We lie. We're liars. We're liars. Because if we walk with God, we will walk in the light. Because in God there is light. There is no darkness in Him. So if there's darkness in our life, it's not God's fault. We're liars. If we say we walk in Him and there's darkness in our life. And it's also interesting. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ's Son cleanses us from all sin. Interesting. As we walk in light, as God is there and we walk with Him and we walk with that light, we will also have fellowship one with another. It will draw us together. It will draw us to other like-minded people. We will walk with the light and others will also walk together and we will have fellowship one with another. You know, I see a lot of people who are loners. And here's a question that I ask myself, why? Why? If I'm a loner, why am I a loner? If I walk in the light, 
then I will also desire the fellowship of others. It's highly suspect. If I'm a loner, it's highly suspect if I truly walk in the light as I ought to walk in the light. It's highly suspect. Because when we walk in the light and we desire to walk in the light, then we will also walk with others who are desiring the very same thing. Then going on to chapter 2 of First John. Starting to read there in verse uh, 7. Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which ye had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which ye have heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past, and the true light now shineth. You know, that light that came into the world, it shines, it's here. He that saith that he is in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even until now. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness and walketh in darkness and knoweth not whither he goeth because the darkness hath blinded his eyes. Now he goes on to explain that when we walk in light, we will love our brother. We will. It's a part of what happens if we walk in the light. And I heard a while ago, I heard a story of this church that had a split. Over good theological reasons, of course. The school, they were right in the middle of a school term. So, all their children still went to the same school. But it was interesting that the mothers would come in to, you know, pick up their children. They wouldn't even look at some of the other mothers. Now, that's interesting. Because they're all going to heaven, right? Up there, you know, there's going to be, this group is going to be on this street. And, well, better better be another street over yonder, sort of far away, so we don't have to look at each other, right? Is that how it's going to be? It's not. It is not. So how do we believe that that will work out fine here and up there as well? To hate my brother and to not be able to speak with him or, or you know, have some kind of animosity here. But we're both going to heaven. 
doesn't work that way. It won't. If we walk in the light, we will also love our brother. Just part of what happens automatically. And if it doesn't, if we are not walking in love, that means what? There's darkness there. And we need to deal with it. We need to deal with it. It's an indicator of if we walk in the light or not. We're going to Ephesians. Chapter 5 and starting to read in verse 1. Ephesians 5.1 Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication, in all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not once be named among you as become a saints, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know, that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. For ye were sometime darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. See, we're, we're talking about light. We're talking about darkness. For it is shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepeth, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. We used to be darkness. For ye were sometimes darkness, but are now ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. So that's why all these things, that, that those, those lists there of things that we used to be, said that shouldn't even be named among us anymore. It should be gone. It shouldn't be a part of us. Because we are now walking in the light. We used to be darkness, but we are no more. And as we notice in verse uh, verse 13, it says, All things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Light always exposes. Light exposes things. 
And and to me it's interesting that a lot of times the people who are closest to us, the ones who can see the best who we really, really are, we tend to have the hardest time to get along with them. And isn't it true that sometimes the things that really, really irk us the things that really can set us off are where there's light that tries to speak into our darkness. And a lot of times as humans, we tend to lash out at the light and at the source of the light. And we say, it's your fault. Is it? If it's exposing my darkness, if it's exposing the things that... I need to change. And by the way, if I lash out at someone, I think that is a clear indicator that there's some darkness there, right? There's a clear indicator that there's a problem there. And I need to deal with it. But light exposes. And it's maybe not that comfortable. But we have a choice. Do we want to continue living there? Or do we want to to live in the light? Do we want to get rid of our darkness? Do we want to get rid of those things which bother? Do we want to get rid of those things, those besetting sins? Do we want to live in the light? And we have a choice. We have a choice. We can walk with the light or we can walk against it. The thing that happens though, if we walk against the light, if we're always Here's darkness, and we're living in the darkness, and we, we reject that. And that light's coming from the other side. And unfortunately for many people, you know, that light ever so often, it shines our way. That spotlight comes our way. And we see it. And we cover our eyes. But that's when we also lose control, right? That's when we end out in the field. And we wonder why. And just like that police officer was soon looking for who was pointing that light at me.
That's many times how we are. That's, that's the, it's a human reaction. Who was that? Who said that? Who did that? Who shone that light? As long as we continue living there, against the light, we're going to have problems. We're going to continue having problems. And our life is going to be a series of ending up in the field. And that's where we're going to continue to live in. And where's the road? I don't know. My eyes hurt. See, we can reject the light if we want to. It's so much nicer to live in the light. To travel with the light. And then we can see. Then we can see. First John 1 John 1.7 If we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ's Son cleanses us. From all sin. And that's something that all of us can have. And we can travel with the light. We can travel in the light. We can we can walk in that in that light if we want to. Or we can walk with that spotlight always at our eyes. Not knowing where we go. We know the light. We know it's there. And yet we reject it. And light's good. But we've got to travel with the light instead of against it. We've got to allow the light to expose who we are. We've got to allow the light to transform us And to also make us have light. Maybe a little bit like those little stars and things that you uh, that we have sometimes on our on our ceilings. Put put a light on them, and they start glowing. As we walk in the light. That's what's going to happen in our lives. We're going to start being lights. And we're going to take on that glow. And that's going to go out. Jesus said that ye are the light of the world. Not because of ourselves. But because we walk with the light. In Him is no darkness. We acquire that light from Him. Because He's the source of light. And then we also become that light of the world. So it's a choice for each one of us. To walk with the light or against it.
Obviously, I've been on both sides. And I hope that's how it is for all of you. You've been on both sides. But you're no longer in the darkness. But you're walking in the light. It's miserable living in the darkness. It really is. It's so beautiful to walk in the light. Let's pray. Lord Eternal, again we thank you that you are light. And we thank you that even though we are unworthy, we can live in that light. And you have made all provisions for us to live in the light. Lord, help us to desire to walk in that light and to continue living inside that circle of light so that we can also be a blessing to those who we come in contact with. And we can continue your work of lighting this world of being light in this present dark world. Lord, thank you for that heavenly radiance, for that light from on high that can be a part of each one of us. And Lord, I do pray that if there's anyone here who is living in darkness, there's anything in their life that is not in the light, I pray that you again would speak to them this morning and you would help each one of us to walk in your light. Thank you, Father. Thank you again for all your blessings. We want to thank you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Lord's blessings to all of you.